morning, good afternoon, good evening. Feels great to say that again. Welcome back or welcome to the Sammy Varda Show. In case you didn't know, this is a podcast where I, Samuel Varda, aka Sammy, talk about pretty much what I want to talk about. So that's the premise of this whole podcast. And let me give you guys an update as to why I took a hiatus for a couple of weeks. It was because of my day job, and that took a lot of my time. But now that's been sorted out, and I could actually record this podcast again. So let's first start with something fun: Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, or as I'd like to call them, Meghan Markle and Harry Markle. So they did this whole Oprah interview, and it was、um, all over the news here in India as well.、Um, Harry and、uh, Meghan sat down with the Queen of Talk, Oprah Winfrey, and this is a couple who wanted to stay away from the limelight. They wanted their own privacy. They didn't want to.、Um, they didn't want to live under the shadow of the palace of the royal family. They want to be financially independent. At least that's what's been reported in the blogs and all over the news, right? But now it kind of seems like they are complaining and sulking about the fact that the palace is maintaining their distance from them, and the palace is not really financially supporting them.、Um, so they they brought forth all their qualms and all their problems to the great Oprah, the ancient Oprah, and Oprah was like, "What? Who is having that conversation?" And one thing that really caught my attention and that re- really struck me was the fact that. Megan mentioned that the palace people in the royal family guessed the baby's skin tone, and that really was offensive to her. And in Mizoram, we always do it like before a baby is born, before your nephews, your nieces, people you know that you know, right? Before their babies are born, you're like, "Hey, is the baby gonna be tan? Is it gonna be a little bit light skin?" Like we all guess it in our community. So for us, it was not a big deal. I don't know why it's a big deal for them. Maybe it's part of their own you know culture and history. I don't know. But for us Mizos, it is not a big deal to guess the skin tone of babies before they're born. Like you know, we guessed it, and they're dark. They're dark. I was a dark child when I was born, so it's it's pretty much what it is, you know. But that really struck me why、um, how she took it, how she re- was really offended by that question, if it was really ever asked. I don't know if it was the truth or not, but you know, that really caught my attention. And then they talked about how they don't want to be in the limelight. They want to have this privacy. However, week after week after week, the blogs, the news outlets, kept reporting about them, their actions, what they do, where they go. It's like their PR people are actually contacting these news outlets and blogs, and they're like, "Hey, this week you're going to report this. You're going to put this out so that they have good press." You know what I mean? Like, it all looks really staged to me. And I don't feel like Meghan Markle and Harry Markle really want to stay away from the limelight. I think they want to be relevant. They want to stay relevant. They want to be spoken about. They want to be talked about. That's what I'm doing right now, actually. I think they want to be talked about because that's their gig. Like the more people talk about them, the more relevant they will be. And if they are relevant, they will have events to go to to deliver their speech,、um, TV shows, interviews, magazines, and so on. It's a very good opportunity for them to make money. If they stay relevant, and I do think they want to be relevant, and that's my two cents about Meghan Markle and her husband Harry Markle. Now, moving on to music news. So Justin Bieber recently released a new CD, new album called Justice. The songs are pretty great, not really revolutionary, but really nice songs. However, there was this news、um, that the blogs posted about him going to a prison to preach. 
the gospel to prison inmates, and I'm like, what? The songs that the you know the songs that he sang about are pretty much like weed. I got my weed from California, making love to um to his wife, doing the nasty, talking about his wife, and then he wants to go to inmates to preach about the gospel, which is kind of weird and at the same time kind of it makes me think about Mizoram and what I've been observing lately. Ever since I've been here, is that a lot of people love to talk about the Bible, love to talk about Bible verses. They they know exactly what to pick, how to throw shade with a Bible verse, and so on. Really, like it's crazy. If someone wants to be sarcastic, someone wants to throw shade at someone else, they would choose a particular Bible verse and throw shade at someone. I call that Christian shade. So anyway, we are in that society. We are living in a society, guys, where people throw shade using Bible verses. Okay. They will talk about forgiveness. They will talk about how um, God accepts everyone their flaws and everything. They would brag about their humility, but they would never talk about repentance, about stopping the BS, stopping you know all this sinning, right? About repentance. Nope. They just talk about forgiveness. They just talk about throwing shade, and that's all that there is. And that kind of reminds me of what Justin Bieber is doing right now. I don't know him personally, obviously, but from the looks of it, I don't know. Do do you? Let me ask you guys. I don't know. Do you? Would you listen to? Um, would you be guided by Justin Bieber's gospel and his preaching? I don't know. I like him as a singer. I think his album is really great and wholesome. But I don't see him as a preacher preaching to inmates. I don't know. That's just kind of weird to me. But that's a society that we're living in. People just, you know, want to do all sorts of things without really making the compromise or the sacrifice required for you to be eligible to do that. Repent, repent, repent. And speaking of religion, this guy named Lil Nas X released a new music video where he danced on a stripper pole in hell. And gave a lap dance to the devil. A lot of people are clutching their pearls. They're like, "What the heck is going on?" They're not really. They don't really want to see that on TV. Not only that, so this guy um, modified Nike shoes and added a drop of human blood and called it the Satan shoe. It has like this pentagram and all this、uh, weird satanic stuff going on with the shoe. And they made like six hundred sixty-six versions of those shoes, and that's already sold out. And Nike is suing the people modifying those shoes because of the backlash. It's a whole drama going on with this guy. And majority of the backlash is coming from religious people saying they are offended by this guy and what he's doing. And for me, you know, if if your religion prohibits you to do certain things, then don't do it. Like if your religion prohibits you to eat ice cream, you stop eating ice cream, but you can't force me to stop eating ice cream. You know what I mean? So although people are offended by what he's doing, he should have the right to express. What he wants to express, although it's badly expressed, and although it's just ridiculous and just vulgar, he still has that right to express himself. And I can't believe I'm defending this guy, Lil Nas X, who made that music "Old Town Road" that kind of broke Mariah Carey's and Boyz II Men record. Like I cannot believe I'm defending this guy, actually. But he does have that right under free speech and freedom of expression to just express himself. Um, you know that's the beauty of being in a secular country, and similarly here in Mizoram in India, we are in a secular country, and in Mizoram especially, we take for granted the secular rights that each community has. 
each individual has, and we just kind of want to force our ideals and our ideologies and our religion and whatever to other people, not allowing them to express themselves because my values prohibits others, which is kind of wrong. And I feel like we should really re realign ourselves to the values of secularism and just reassess how we live. You know, like not really. Infringing the rights of others, and at the same time, just following what we want to follow. I think each of us has that right to follow and to believe in or not believe in what we want to believe in or not believe in. I think that's the beauty of secularism. I don't know what you guys think. Maybe you can DM me, but I find that's the beauty of being in a secular country. And secularism being an intrinsic part of democracy, it's really important. I want to give a shout out at this point in the podcast to our neighboring country, Myanmar, fighting for democracy. And just there's a lot of chaos going on right now, a lot of turmoil, and we really hope that peace is restored in that land and people can prosper again. And our thoughts go out to everyone in Myanmar right now. So that's it for this episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Join me again next week on the Sammy Varda Show, where we talk about all things pop culture, politics, philosophy, and everything in between. You know the drill. This is Sammy, and I'll talk to you soon. Yeah.